following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to another episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me, I have... Hey, Samurai Dorel Maddox. And... Jen, a.k.a. Tarzana. And... Editorial writer for ToonamiFaithful.com, CJ Mathis. And... Your wonderful data monkey, Colbert. Cylon. And this is where we start the show, ladies and gentlemen. Take your ass back to the Battlestar Galactica <laughs> podcast, man. <laughs> watch the show. You f-ing disappoint me so bad. <laughs> well, now that that's out of the way. Oh, glad to see the Durrells in spirits. In drinking spirits. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. I'm right with you. And Jen's currently drinking a Coors Light, and we were all... <laughs> that I'm, is a crap so... beer. I'm so, I'm like literally Thanks for ashamed. airing that for everybody to know. You're as welcome. Down, as, as down as I am right now, I'm ashamed of you, Jen. <laughs> mm. yeah, we got five people on this week, so this should be interesting. <laughs> yeah, we finally got five on it. <laughs> well, we can occasionally do five. Sometimes there are complications. But uh, we're going to give it a shot here. And uh, I honestly don't even know if this is recording right now. So hopefully it is, because I've been having a heck of a time getting that to work lately. <laughs> if not, we, that means we can cuss all we want. Yes. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, we only have one recap for the time being, so let's get into it. This week's Dimension W. <laughs> Dimension W, Episode 9, The Key to Adrastia. Kiyoma is confronted by Loser. The two say that they are not surprised to see each other. Kiyoma believes that Loser knows him better than he let on at the museum. He's certain that Loser was at the facilities during Grendel's mission. Loser seems infuriated that Kiyoma has returned to Ground Zero with no memory of what he has done. Loser activates his four acquired numbers to prevent Kiyoma from passing, and tells him that the person closest to the answers is none other than Kiyoma himself. Suddenly, the orb appears before them and passes over Kiyoma and causes him to fall unconscious. Loser believes he knows what the orb is after, and that Kiyoma holds the key. The orb causes Kiyoma and Salva to relive their pasts. Kiyoma and Grendel are sent to Isla to protect Central 60, from an internal revolt, while Salva personally puts down the revolt. Lawai runs to congratulate Salva and is accidentally badly injured in the crossfire by one of Salva's own machines. Tesla learns that a man that the man behind the Isla revolt is Haruka Seemeyer, 
a former student of Dr. Urizaki. Kiyoma and Grendel are tasked with hunting down Seemeyer, who recruits many of Urizaki's students in a revolt against New Tesla, claiming that Tesla is limiting Dr. Urizaki and trying to control science because they want to maintain the status quo rather than achieve progress. A straight-laced researcher named Julian, who believes scientists should not dabble in politics or war, is strong-armed into assisting Seemeyer. In the present, Loser and Ellie travel deep into the lab, codenamed Adrastia, and he admits that he was once one of the researchers at that lab. Gee, I wonder which researcher he was. Loser opens the door to find the infinite darkness, and Loser comes to the realization that he will need another one of the numbers to proceed. Back in the illusory world, Kyoma visits Miyabi one last time, and finally realizes he's trapped in an illusion made up of memories as he briefly steps into Salva's memory. The sphere then approaches Kyoma, revealing itself to be none other than Seemeyer, who also wants Kyoma's memories because memories are the key to the connection between Dimension W and the material universe. Kiyoma sees a vision of Miyabi that disrupts Seemeyer temporarily. Meanwhile, Mira and Debbie East River find a picture of Miyabi. Mira recalls a conversation she had with Mary about Miyabi. It is revealed that Mira's body and several other robot bodies were made by Dr. Urizaki in attempts to save Miyabi's life. Mary goes on to say that the accident that killed Miyabi happened the same time as the incident at Easter Island. And even though they were not proven to be connected, Kiyoma blames himself for what happened at both locations. Suddenly, another robot appears, forcing Mira into action to keep Kiyoma safe. Plot dump! <laughs> oh, God, it was a plot dump. But it still it kind of proves my theory. The last time we talked about it, when I explained what I thought Dimension W was... So, yeah. Interesting. They're going to that whole angle that uh, memories are very connected to Dimension W. And Seemeyer is specifically looking for Kiyoma's memories of what happened that day because of reasons that have yet to be revealed. <laughs> Can I take a moment to say how fantastic it is that Chris Patton is voicing Seemeyer? Great guest. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. You don't hear him too often these days, so it's it's nice to hear him again. Like it com- reminds me of uh, when he was in Black Cat; he was the lead villain in that as well. It was it sounded really, really like it almost sounded similar to me. This uh, similar type of villain, so it was kind of cool hearing that. But I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of his, especially when he's uh, teamed up with uh, Lucy Christian, like uh, in Black Bullet. So I was very happy to hear his voice. <laughs> yes, yeah, the dynamic duo ever since Full Metal Panic. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this episode colt i actually really enjoyed it because it, it delves deeper deeper into what the hell's going on with the idea of probabilities and um what dimension w truly was but but the best part about that whole episode was when they reveal that um Mira's body was supposed to be a uh um was built supposedly for Miyabi. and i'm, and I'm just like oh yes just Keep going down this road because I'm just going to enjoy it all the further. It, it, it's the idea that that everything ultimately ties back into itself. So once Kiyomba regains his full memories, everything's going to just completely explode because of all the probabilities that that'll probably come up out of it. Yes, and that moment when he was talking to Miyabi in the 
in the illusion, and she talked about how she had two lifelines, one that's ending yeah. and one that extends forever. And then he saw Mira appear yes. next to her, and you were like, oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, obviously, Mira's a little concerned about what Kiyoma thinks whenever he sees her. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be a little awkward. <laughs> Just a little. I don't know. I, I would hope that that would kind of endear her to him a little bit now that he probably maybe, won't. Yeah, he might dawn on something through this situation. but He might be a little bit nicer to her. Yeah. Maybe. Hopefully. Yeah. Ho- hopefully. But I think she's been too conditioned with the piece of junk nickname now. Oh. <laughs> she does have masochist tendencies. Lots of loser <laughs> in this episode. I bet you were happy, Jen. I was very happy. Yeah. It was nice to see like who he was before. Like, did you see his hair? It was totally like mine. You got the <laughs> blonde on top, the brown on the bottom. I mean, come on, this guy is after my own heart. Love it. Yeah. Love it. He was kind of a stick of the mud back then. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. He loosened up now. Oh, I, I don't think he loosened up so much as he just got <laughs> mad. <laughs> Nothing says angst like getting your face fried. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we haven't, your- haven't seen how that happened yet, huh? Well, we know it wasn't high gris of fisheries. So uh, the pieces are coming together. Kind of felt like a rebound episode because lately yeah. Dimension W has felt kind of like, eh, kind of just like there, as we've talked about before. But yeah. this one did feel a little different, uh, like better. Yeah, like last week's episode was kind of a whole lot of nothing, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but uh, this, this definitely yeah, makes up. up for it. But one might argue that they're... They're kind of rushing things right now. Like that was. Oh yeah, people felt confused. That was a lot to take in in one episode. Yeah, in one episode. And you know, there's only three left, so we'll see. I think it was a good episode. It was nice to get the background information, at least most of it. I would say, at least a decent good good chunk of it. And it was nice to see what Loser was like before his hostile mm-hmm. makeover. Hey, that's a pimp suit, man. <laughs> Futuristic pimping, man. I'm, I think MJG and Eight Ball said it best, man. Space age pimping. <laughs> Except you go, you get to go to Dimension W, man. That's the reason why this stuff happened like that. Yeah, but like I said, it just proved my theory of what I said Dimension W was. So I ain't really got to say too much about it. Did anyone else enjoy the scene with, uh, I think her name's Elizabeth with Loser touching Kiyoma's weapons? <laughs> and she's like, what is going on? Never touch a man's weapons. Exactly. I was <laughs> going to say, Darrell, you could, you could teach uh, people a few things where you, if you don't know how to use it, just don't touch, touch it. Touch it. Don't touch Don't, don't, don't touch it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's what I was taught. Like, son, you know how to use that weapon? Yes, sir, I do. Well, show it to them. And... I proceeded to show them exactly what I could do with that M16. I know <laughs> Show me. Well, you know, when you kind of get a little bit cocky, man, you start busting targets at 900 yards away. Uh-oh. People pay attention to you. I guess. Darrell, you're our own Kioma. 
no, no, I ain't. <laughs> Throwing projectiles, I'm not that accurate at times, man. I just ready to get up close and slit your throat. Ooh. Yeah, he is really just, good at like throwing stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And I haven't heard much from you in a while, so I thought you've moved on, which kind of made me sad. <laughs> no, I have not. I was about to say, like, I haven't heard any like random like, "Ooh, we're gonna get you in the closet." So I'm like, "Oh, they left." <laughs> no, we'll get you in the closet later. Mm. Yeah, I know. Darrell's gonna steal my. I collection. have Darrell on my side now. Watch out. Well, I have been missing, you know. If y'all, if people don't know, my grandpa passed away, and you know, I just been kind of on social media silent. So, do appreciate everybody, you know, giving their condolences and everything. Not to be a downer. I'm good. I'm just. <laughs> I'm processing it all, y'all, so that's it. But I'll be back eventually. Back on the topic of Kiyoma and his throwing prowess. I don't know how you can do that, man. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Now, anytime I see somebody throw a cannon, a garbage can, in another cartoon, I'm like, you're no Kiyoma. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I look at it. Like, we got those Kiyoma mad could... skills. <laughs> I was like, Kiyoma could have did this blindfolded. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did enjoy seeing how uh, the number of coils like work in a fight, at least at the beginning for that short time too. Yeah, I was kind of curious if they just like they just harness power like oh, like too much compared to what it, legal coils will do. So I was like, yeah. oh, this one can do fire stuff. Right. So it allowed him to levitate, do fire, and a shield. What was the it fo- broke reality? Yeah, but what was the fourth one? <laughs> he basically cut a giant hole through the road i i guess unless you unless you count that as part of the fire but yeah i kind of counted it as part of the fire but i suppose fire wouldn't necessarily be able to do that (laughs) what's he need another one for he can already levitate he should be able to go into the void i think i don't know well being able to cut through the space time continuous would be pretty awesome the the rules of this show's universe are a little confusing. That's the thing. Dimension W, man. It's Dimension Weird, man. W for weird. Come on. Dimension? Dimension, Dimension Wacky. Weird. I was, like, I was going to say, I want. I thought it was Walrus. Well, you know, this is Wacky Races in a goddamn way. I'm talking about look at the <laughs> fool you had. <laughs> I mean, shit, you got Penelope Pitstop as a goddamn cyborg. And she poops. She poops, too. Yeah, I know. She I has a tail. And she has a tail, man. I mean, it's not a cat tail, but, you know, it's a robotic tail, and she has robotic ears. And I don't know. I think they were going for a cat thing. Yeah. Between, the between the robotic parts on her head and the tail, it's, it's pretty um, cat-like. It's, it's cat-like. You know, it's cat-like, but I still think she looks more like Penelope Pitstop, no matter what people say. Well, especially mm-hmm. with that hat. Oh, yeah. Dude. I love the hat. Exactly. It's great. Now, huh? she had, if she had, Mira had bigger boobs, I would be more in love. But Granny Skyheart stole my, um, stole <laughs> my heart. She was in this too. You got, you got a nice little view of it. Dude, that is the one gift I would give my right arm for. <laughs> and she was younger. This was five years ago, man. Hey, I'm talking about, look at what, uh, Sal was doing, man. He was hitting on at the restaurant. When you? <laughs> like, shit, I would have threw my best rap at that. Like, hey. <laughs> The art of deal making. I'm like, seriously, hey, Granny, you know, you seem like you got some skills. Teach me a few things. <laughs> Big Salva, well, we had to, to have a talk about his uh, tendency to slap women. It's uh, Yeah, what was that? Yeah, that was odd. So, like, 
You're coming. <laughs> like, did You're you coming just with tell us. her? Okay. Look, I understand uh, that she's your slave, but jeez, man, well that seemed unnecessary. It certainly felt uncomfortable uh, when I first saw. It. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh. I want to smack them back. Yeah, yeah. Solve a dispute. Respect. He got a problem with that uh, pimp hand, you know. Mm. He ain't even put no baby powder on it. <laughs> and I'm surprised, like, how he's been able to continue what he's doing after nearly killing, you know. Yeah, his, nearly his little... killing the crown prince. Yeah. That's, uh, wow. Sorry, misfired on that one. You, you okay, brother? <laughs> oh, it's so it's okay, I'm oh. uh... Rub some dirt in it. You'll be okay. Yeah, you'll be. It's like it, you'll try. We'll just perform some alchemy. We'll put you in a metal suit. We'll take them to boobies. It's okay. I guess. It, but it's like it, it put him in a metal suit, didn't they? Yeah, it's, yeah, but it's like it didn't even affect him. Now he's still going through his plan. He's just like doing this, doing that. I mean, we might see it later on in the series, but it was just like really, I'd be a little more reserved with what I'm doing after nearly killing him. Well. That, that's the other thing, because he mentioned that it would have been just fine if he didn't think of Luai as more than just a pawn, but he started developing a relationship with him, and then... Feeling. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, uh, at least at least he was able to rebuild him into a cyborg. We have the technology. We, we can, can rebuild him. We can make him faster, stronger, more otaku. Uh, hey he actually got what he wanted should have left out that last part (laughs) the six million yen man (laughs) still not as good as the six million peso man (laughs) i was a Uh, robot chicken you know robot chicken's still going and i gotta say i think they could just keep that show going forever (laughs) <laughs> never gonna run out of material to make fun of. Dude, it's a never ending story. Yeah. Which actually did end. Yeah, it did. So that's kind of an incorrect title now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> or but at least we got. Misleading. I love those movies. At least we got the final countdown out of it, though. I saw some kind of four movie compilation of like four family adventure movies, and they had. The Neverending Story Part 3 in that mix, but none of the other ones. It was just three other unrelated movies. And I was like, that's stupid. That's not right. (laughs) Why would anyone buy that? But I digress. We have talkbacks. (laughs) I'll I'll end it with this. I I think it's safe to say we all pretty much enjoyed this episode, which is good. It's good that we were able to pick things back up. Yeah, I I think that the show is... uh, Progressing, if nothing else. I still miss dancing Kioma. Uh, don't we all? I still have I still have gifts. It's okay. <laughs> and you can look it up on YouTube whenever you want. Don't worry about it. Just turn the music off and then play Saturday Night Fever Stand Alive. By <laughs> <laughs> all right. Rob Barracuda writes in, Is Dimension W trying to prove that it's possible to have a narrative more pointlessly convoluted than Kingdom Hearts. Mm, only if you have um, Hikaru Utada you as in the soundtrack. I, I take offense to that. Kingdom Hearts is my favorite, and it's a wonderful narrative. But it is really convoluted. Narrative. <laughs> if you haven't played every game, then yes. <laughs> and the games are scattered across multiple consoles, which is the best part. 
I, I, have them all. I have them all. CJ wow. is about to make me beat him with a keyblade now. <laughs> I have a legit keyblade that a buddy of mine made for a senior project in our class. Let's go. <laughs> all right. It's Don't worry. I use the Bowie knife, dude. You ain't got a chance. <laughs> but I got friendship on my side. I'll just stab you. See? I still confirm Keyblades are awesome. Sakio Kuriyama writes in, What's with the evil inner thoughts? Don't you know? All inner thoughts are evil. <laughs> no, they're not all evil, but mine are pretty perverted sometimes. Thoreau's <laughs> <laughs> inner thoughts standing over his soon-to-be <laughs> wife on the medical table would be like, Hmm, yeah, she's looking good. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Uh, Look at them boobies. <laughs> like, man, I mean, she boobies. may be a little sickly, but... <laughs> well, Jen has actually heard my inner monologues to myself. And then, uh-huh. actually, you know, we kind of communicate, like, telepathically sometimes. Mm-hmm. Which is the reason why I wake up with morning wood. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, I do think the actual explanation for those evil thoughts were Haruka Seemeyer messing with them. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what was actually happening. Though, at the so same he time... He was the one who punched them. Yeah, eh, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, so it, it could either be that, or it could actually be uh, both of them having, you know, regret. Which is understandable. Something to think about. Speaking of Kiyoma hitting himself. <laughs> Michael Morris writes in, Quit hitting yourself, Kiyoma. Well, it's about time he hits something other than Mira. I know. Right. I just feel so bad for Mira sometimes. Like, she genuinely cares about him. He just kicks her. And she's adorable, too. And such a jerk. That might be it. It might be the adorableness factor that gets on his nerves. Uh, it's, yeah. it's like what Garfield does to Nermal, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. Kiyoma's going to send Mira to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> I send the Abba bedroom. Uh, but that's in another world. <laughs> Benjamin Pajon writes in, So Loser was a loser before he was a loser. No. No. Loser was fucking awesome. <laughs> the Jen has spoken. <laughs> God, she only likes Loser because he had hair like hers. <laughs> I liked him before when he had no face, really. Yeah. I think he's sexier now than he was then. He's got a you, Phantom of the Opera. I don't, the opera. No. I don't know. No, no, no. Not Phantom of the Opera. I say more like Spawn, dude. All the listeners, please Ooh, don't try it to... Ooh, is like Spawn. Face. Yeah. Yeah, Please, please don't rip off your face in an attempt. Don't. don't. It, it won't work. <laughs> this is a rare case. <laughs> Very rare. Can't lie. Now, Spawn did get some booty, though. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, he did. Jafus and Craig writes in, it's a good thing Loser told Elizabeth that that vibrator was a dangerous spin dart weapon. That could have ended so badly for her. Yeah, her insides would have looked like messed up roast beef for real. Close it. Gently. She could, she could poke an eye out with that. Can't buy that from little stuff. <laughs> Several bad puns later. Hmm. Lamel Nathan writes in, I got some red versus blue vibes when Kiyoma was told the memory is the key. Or maybe the sword is the key, and if you stick it in them, it unlocks their death. Uh, Come on! I love that. I love. Line. I love. I never. I never saw it. I haven't actually yeah. seen very much of Red versus Blue. I was 
I was an early viewer, and then I kind of just stopped. <laughs> I think I stopped about season 13, I think like season 14, right around the time Loki showed up. I'm told that it's still very entertaining, and maybe I'll get back to it someday, but... You ain't missing much. <laughs> I love some of the stuff that Rooster Teeth does, but it's time to end that shit, okay? Please. Yeah, they're so only getting bigger. They're like Voltron. The more you hook up, the better it gets. Oh my god. Which Voltron are you watching? <laughs> Not the one that has the theme song, Let's Voltron. <laughs> Uh, but that new Netflix one looks pretty good. Pretty good. I'm, I'll be checking it out. Oh, I'm going to be checking it out, too. And there's a new Thunderbird series on Amazon. I, what? Y- yeah. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? I'm, I'm serious. Of, of all the I've things. Seen. I've, I've you, seen the I really do want to hit myself across the head with something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I heard it was actually the first episode was good, but I I'm kind of scared to watch. <laughs> don't watch Let's it. All watch it together. That way, that way, when it gets really bad, we can all just be like, "Oh God!" Puppet, At least we have each puppet other. looking people. <laughs> Let's hug. I'm getting bad flashbacks of Woolen Warriors, guys. <laughs> Dude, you read my freaking mind. That's exactly the first thing that went to mind. Woolen Warriors. <laughs> Oh, oof. I'll never forget that travesty ever. <laughs> the Return of Holy like, Warriors coming soon to Amazon Prime. Dude, I would literally get rid of my Amazon account if they did that shit. <laughs> then you couldn't watch Cabinary of the Iron Fortress. Oh, I got, I got so eBay. Good. Oh, that has been so good. I got eBay, son. And e- eBay doesn't show anything. Yes. I love eBay. Yeah. E- eBay, you can't stream things with eBay. <laughs> Exactly. You can't TiVo you can your stuff. eBay. <laughs> you can buy a lot Did of you get that things. reference? Did you get that reference? <laughs> Perfect hair forever. Oh my god. Perfect hair forever. I hope this is recording. Oh, that's you. Arise, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that's awkward. Yes. I do. Well, that will do it for our Dimension W recap. Just three episodes left. We'll we'll see how how this turns out. You know, regardless of anything else, it has certainly done well enough on Toonami, so Yeah. And we got to see our robot that poops. Who knew? Do all robots poop or is it just her? Just her. Just, okay. just her. I don't know. <laughs> Krillin does Android. <laughs> <laughs> she eventually got turned into a human. <laughs> I don't think she actually got turned into a human and just removed the bomb. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> if I remember correctly, I believe they, they tried that. And the was like, yeah, I, I can't do that. And Krillin's like, well, then can you remove the bomb out of her chest? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so you can't make her human. So, Dragon does... <laughs> yes, it works. Oh, okay. Let's just remove the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Her plumbing works. Well, isn't that what every man wants with their woman? Uh, I guess. Well, plumbing doesn't work. I'm gonna have to call a mechanic. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's, it's making this this weird noise. It's like I don't know where to call a gynecologist or a mechanic. Oil. 
Spoiler <laughs> up, she'll be good to go. She's not the Ted Man, Jen. <laughs> Smack on the ass. Oh Lord. Where has this conversation gone? What a rabbit hole. <sighs> well, there were other things that aired on Toonami this week, including the second episode of uh, Hunter Hunter, which uh, people seem to be liking pretty well. But there I didn't was... like how the stuff was shortened, uh, which happens every single time. I don't know why this is still a surprise to people. I, I know. Actually, what is a surprise is that Viz actually shortened it. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, they haven't done that since Kakaishi. I like as far as I, I did too, actually. I just wish it was another season of it. I know. But yeah, but yeah, they, I just, there's so many people yelling about that. I'm like, uh, they, have we not? Have we not? Yeah, like, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, but they're always holding out that little bit of hope that it's. We're going to have a honestly, three minute introduction. Right when the opening started, I was like, oh, are they keeping the whole thing? Oh, they're not keeping the whole thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, that, that could trick people. In all fairness, that probably tricks some people. They're like, oh, man, you got... It shouldn't frustrate me, but it's just like, look at Dimension W, the show right before it. We don't even get an opening for that. And that's... that's it's a, a freaking broadcast dub. I say kill the um, broadcast, the, the um, opening for um, DBZ Kai, man. That's what everybody says. Just get rid of Dragon Soul. You, it, I mean, because I, I mean, seriously, dude, I get tired of listening to Dragon Soul. To be honest with you, man, I go and take a dump, man, when EBC <laughs> Kai comes on. That's like my, that's like my special tsunami poop time. <laughs> the song makes you just want to poop. I, I think we found the name for the episode. Doo doo doo. Special tsunami poop time. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. That just that just it really got to me when we know it's going to come. Yeah. We just know. It's inevitable. Honestly, I in the case of Hunter Hunter, because as much as I like Departure, it's the same song, more or less. I mean they use different parts of it at points. But it's the same song for the entire 148 episode run. So it's like Dragon Soul. It's always the same song. Uh I like the endings of Hunter x Hunter a lot, so I would prefer that they just run the full endings and cut the openings and put all the credits in the ending. And they could feasibly do that. But, well, I guess it's alright to have bits of both. It's, it's a little sloppy, but it's not the worst that they've done, for sure. No, not at all. No. And it honestly shows effort on Viz's part. They just send Naruto over... As is, Konami <laughs> has to cut off the opening because they have to do that. So, yeah, the the one perk to that is when they put it up on demand, they keep the opening. So if they had done the same thing with Hunter x Hunter, that would have been nice in that regard. But now we have a shortened one. What you gonna do? It's you know, it's yeah. something. Complain apparently. It's like, look, <laughs> here's the thing. If they had kept the full opening, do you know what that would have done? People would have complained that all the other shows don't have full openings. Exactly. Man, they cannot weird. win. They just can't win. So, yeah. yeah it's kind of like the eternal struggle of trying to take someone's bra strap off, man. <laughs> it's just a complicated <laughs> process. That is the greatest analogy I've ever heard. Thank you, sir. Right. Well, there was a game review... Tom oh, been playing them. 
Yeah. Been playing. Uh, <laughs> they oh, mentioned Dark Souls so many times in that review. Why didn't they just review Dark Souls? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was kind of salty about that shit. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I, I think it's nice that they do show some love to indie games. It's, it's good to, to get the word out on some of those. So that's that's nice. But uh, are they going to do a Dark Souls review? Maybe. That might as well count as the Dark Souls review after that. Huh. Maybe. Maybe they... Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> you know I'm not that much of a gamer anyway, so... Hmm. I play chess, though. Chess is fun. All right. Well, we have some miscellaneous talkbacks. First one from Jefferson Craig regarding Hunter Hunter. The best solution doesn't necessarily lie among the choices that are presented to you. Don't become limited. Very wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like alcohol. You just don't limit your choices on what you're going to drink that day. <laughs> Very true. Joshua Knighton writes in, Gone, bless your little short bus heart. You'll fit right in fine with all the other mentally questionable heroes. Now, Gone yes. does not need to ride the short bus, man. Gone? The dude? It's a pretty smart kid. Yeah. He's, like, freaking strong, though, man. I, that's yep. what I like about him. He's very and he also uses his instincts very, like, very well to the point where it's almost like it makes him look like a genius. Yeah, that's the thing about Gone. He's kind of like an animal. He's got the instincts of one, really. Yeah. That actually serves you well, though, man. Yeah, he's absolutely. He's really honed his senses, and it makes him a great choice to become a hunter. Karapika and especially Leorio really scored bumping into Gone. <laughs> Dude, seriously, that stereotypical main character syndrome. I'm the best at everything. Yeah, or at the very least, I give the impression there. He has his moments, man. <laughs> yeah, they do. He's cute. I mean, in this very episode, they. They, you know, kind of went the gamut of what all of their individual qualities are. They all bring something to the table. They really do. It's balanced, to be honest with you. It really is balanced. Yeah, it's pretty well balanced, but it could be more balanced. Mm-hmm. Just, just wait till the next episode. Mm-hmm. More characters, more, more intriguing characters. There will be more characters. All right, this is something I'm already a little worried about because this is clearly a non-union dub. They're already reusing actors. <laughs> I know. I saw you uh, tweet about that, and apparently one got miscredited too. Yeah, yeah, they they did miscredit somebody. Uh, Lucy and Dodge played the the guy who answered the question. He wasn't one of the shape shifting creatures. <laughs> what what are they called? Sketch. What are they called? I don't remember off the top of my head. Oh, okay. I thought they were called, like, Kirito or something. I was like, oh, God, not that name. Kirito, oh, I think, maybe. <laughs> Kirito! Yeah. Waifu beam activated. Yeah. And uh, people are also noticing that uh, first couple episodes of Hunter x Hunter go at a pretty brisk pace, so... Uh, gonna well, if this was attention. Naruto, it would be, like, three days or three weeks <laughs> but we're on a boat. Uh, they would... Gotta go. It, it would have it would have took like three episodes for them to catch up to the one Kiriko and and then they'd added three filler arcs. Yeah. Uh, what I enjoyed about the first episode is the captain's freaking drinking while steering the freaking boat. He's also and he's hitting a pipe too. He's smoking a cigarette it. through a pipe. That's what I'm talking about. It. That's 
It's strange. Dude, you gotta you gotta keep it one hundred. Are you sure it's a cigarette though? It looks like a yeah, cigarette. Huh? It was. Yeah, that's a special it, cigarette. It, it, it was. Yeah, I think it's a special cigarette. Uh, yeah, gotta, that was like that pre-baked <laughs> stuff. Man. I don't see a filter on that shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> he might have been vaping though, Jen. Well, I I think the point was to be able to smoke without having to, like, hold it up to his mouth, so he could multitask. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, that captain's cool. He he put him on the right path to start out with. That was nice of him. And I swear, we're not recapping Hunter Hunter. <laughs> no, we're not. Just casually discussing it. Yeah, exactly. Nothing wrong with that. I like Gon's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty nice shirt. Derek Sicknick writes in, I heard a Levi Ackerman line in this episode from Leorio. Well, it is the same voice actor. Hashtag taught a lesson. Did he use his boots? I thought it'd be funnier if he's like, hey, lady, you looking for carrots? <laughs> <laughs> also, a character voiced by Matt Mercer. I think all the VAs are sounding even better in the second episode. I'm, I'm very pleased. Yeah. Well, once they get the voice, it won't be that bad. Honestly, I didn't have any problems with it whatsoever. Lemuel Nathan writes in, not going to lie, I've never seen an episode of Hunter x Hunter before. That said, I already preferred over other shonen anime. That's because it has a steady pace, and it actually does keep you engaged. Many mean, people will feel this way as the series progresses. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it kind of it gets to the point. It, it's, it's not like, you know, what will happen next week? But it just makes you want to see the next episode. I'm really excited for the next episode. Allison wrote in saying that she's looking forward to the Straw Hats fighting... The Thriller Bark guys, but not looking forward to Gecko Maria's laugh. And along those lines, Inuyasha-san87 writes in, One Piece has so many weird laughs. Yes. Yes, it does. Particularly... <laughs> some of them are rewarding sounding for me, though. I don't mind them. There's some very odd ones in this arc. I like Peronas. Oh, yeah. Peronas. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just, I might be biased too with how much I really enjoyed her, uh, I think that's who she fights later on. Amusingly close to, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> Yes, that's the reason why people like that He's laugh. matchup. Jojo. <laughs> yeah. Something that we, something that we do need on Tsunami as well. Sketch is the real, uh, artist of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> yes, he is. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll put I'll put that on Wikipedia, man. People will believe it for fifteen seconds. <laughs> Dude, I put it, so, it will be my fifth. Totally. Seconds of Dude, I have changed stuff on Wikipedia that stayed up there for like six months to a year. <laughs> so I'm the master of switching stuff up on Wikipedia. Nice. So sketch, are you feeling lucky? <laughs> I say do it. Oh. I agree. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> That does it for the miscellaneous talkbacks. We have just a little bit of news. So, here's a little news segment. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com.
first order of business, uh, tangentially related to Toonami, was recently tweeted out by the voice actor for Mika in Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans that they wrapped on recording the first season. That's some good news if you've been waiting for that dub. Should be should be popping up somewhere. There is a show that's ending in three weeks, so I mean... Ooh. Never know. <laughs> Raise your legs. And certainly, certainly some people would be very pleased about that. And other people would, would hope for whoop out! <laughs> that one's just starting, though. I, I don't see that until maybe the end of this year, if not next well, year. Well, here's the thing. They said that they'll announce stuff about the dub, but... Uh, it's my understanding that they actually were working on the Hunter Hunter dub well before they announced anything. Okay, I'm going to tell you what's going to replace Dimension W, and everybody's going to love it. We're going to get God Eater. Yeah! <laughs> that could be an Anaplex show. <laughs> why, not, why not go for Bro? Let's put the Asterisk Wars. Yeah, Asterisk Wars would be awesome. I've actually enjoyed the second season, too. So. Exactly. I wouldn't be a hater of it, but uh, I was gonna say if you if you if you want the internet to blow up, just just go for broke, man. Yeah. Go for broke. <laughs> okay, so we can cross ends. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. Broke. <laughs> have no idea until the pre-flight or whenever something gets inevitably leaked or something. It's okay. We'll you figure know. it out. You know, maybe if I can bribe Jason and Gil, we can get a little blue girl on there. <laughs> go ahead. I do wish that they would do more announcements on air. Instead of, I mean, before they did them on the Tumblr, now they do them on pre-flight, which is at least a bit more interesting than doing them on Tumblr, which is, you know, a single post. What, what can you garner from that? And now they at least talk about the shows when they announce it. But I have never been more pumped than the time that they announced Attack on Titan on air with that teaser. I got chills. I've never been more pumped for a Toonami announcement since. That, that's, I thought you got chills when I touch you, Sketch. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> the closest thing was, you know, when we were at MomoCon and they announced a comic of Kill and Michiko and Hachin was like, yeah! Yes, you can hear the screams of me and Jim. But, it was before my seriously, how great would it be for one of these shows to just be announced on air before any kind of news is leaked? It would be fantastic. I'd, I'd love I think it would that would really require well. them to make more promo stuff and and apparently they don't want to do that. Mm. Well, I mean, they're going to make a promo. A lot of stuff that's new. Well, yeah, the, they'll make the promo, but I doubt they're going to do one for the new lineup and then another one just to announce the show. They always Usually do Usually it for like how long? One week? And it's like maybe three, four reused scenes. Mm-hmm. I'm talking something unique like when we had the um, new game room. Maybe. But what I'm talking about is they always do a new show promo for a new show, and then they do the lineup promo on either the week of the new show or the week before. They'll occasionally do it the week before. Or maybe they only did that one time, but yeah. Uh, I suppose a teaser is another matter. They really only did that for Dandy, Titan, and DBZ Kai. So, I don't know. I feel like it would really work well with uh, One Punch Man if all of a sudden, like, they do all this hype action, then all of a sudden you see the just the his face where he's like, "Oh, hi, everyone!" <laughs> I love it. 
Like, you see all this action, like, all the villains, and, like, you kind of know what it is, but you're like, wait, what is this? And all of a sudden, you just see Saya Thomas' face with a smile, and he's just like, hi, guys. Opie? Voiced by Ben Diskin would be a sketch's dream. <laughs> I think Ben Diskin would be a great one-punch man. I, I heartily agree with that. I can't honestly think of somebody who would be better. It's, like, I mean, Saitama's hard to cast. Uh, seriously, he's a pervert, dude, in certain ways. Uh, I mean, he's got the o the opie thing going on, but uh, I don't. Uh, that would be really cool for them to announce the next show on air. I uh, all free flights, all right, I guess. At least they talk about shows for you know. Well, yeah, <laughs> it is, but it's not like they're not going to do a promo. They always do a promo. I like promos. Yeah. Reuse scene, insert new clip, reuse another scene, insert another clip from the show, and the process itself. More promos. All right, the other bit of news, and this is fully Toonami related. We thought we'd go ahead and mention the premiere ratings for Hunter x Hunter, since people are curious. Uh, the premiere ratings are, uh, for 18 to 49 viewers, it was 592,000. Respectable. It's about a 0.5 rounded down and the total viewers were uh, 1,700,000 which actually oh. is higher than the premiere of Shippuden and the premiere of One Piece and the premiere of OG Naruto I think I think the premiere of OG Naruto uh, let me consult the charts <laughs> it might have been higher than OG Naruto that's long time ago and we talk way different standards but we might have but then again I could be wrong it was 107 <laughs> thank you you're welcome uh, yeah. yeah it is uh, OG Naruto got 925,000 uh, remember the days when Toonami's ratings were so low we were worried it was gonna get cancelled <laughs> yeah. and even back then I could almost argue just having seen it now it's like I, I honestly doubt we even had to worry back then yeah, we just pressed the panel all the time. We just, we just didn't know. We just didn't know. <laughs> and to make a more fair comparison, uh, the most recent show to premiere at 1am being Parasites, it started out... Like 980-something, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it got 985,000, and that was following... And a comic got kill of 1,038,000. So that's the other factor in this. Hunter Hunter followed the Dimension W of 1,088,000. If that much of a drop, really. I mean, then you have to consider the fact that, oh, yeah, we lost like 300,000 in the EVC high total. Yeah. About 300, 260, 249. Mm -hmm. I, I, I was kind of figuring it'd do a little better, but. Again, I was going mean, to say, this This kind of felt low to me, just considering the hype for Hunter Hunter. Yeah, same thing. It'd feel a bit low. I was expecting 1.1 million. I didn't think... Colt was thinking like 1.2 or even 1.3, but given what was the Kai has been getting lately, I did not expect I, I, that to happen. I, I, I honestly think, had they actually had pushed Dimension W down, we probably could have seen that happening. Maybe oh, a yeah. 1.2. That definitely could have happened. I mean... Following directly after DBZ Kai, it probably could have done significantly better. 
I, 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 I guess I'm more surprised they didn't push Dimension W down because usually they do that. They usually push the put the newer premiere in the highest highest of potential available slot. Perhaps I think the reason why they didn't do that this time is schedule stability or whatever's coming down the turnpike they feel is going to be better than Hunter Hunter. That is also possible. But I that uh, in 2014 they did a lot of moving things around and it seemed to only make things worse. So I think they've learned their lesson about moving things around too often and moving Dimension W when there were only five episodes left didn't really make sense. Granted, it only had 12 to begin with. But I don't know. I just, it just seemed all right. So, yeah, it yeah. did just fine. It just seemed low to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could potentially build an audience. I think that's I don't know. I feel I like the short series short series almost always the first episode is a good indication of how things are going to go. But with these long series that have a build up, you probably have to bank window. on the uh, the growth of the audience, really. Yeah. And which, if the other shows are any indicator, who knows what could happen? Yeah. And <laughs> now we're turning one piece. <laughs> it is uh, somewhat unfortunate that we still have to admit that the relative goodness of Toonami's ratings all relates to how well Family Guy does on a particular night, and yep. how well DBZ Kai does following that. Yeah, so we have to depend on a big fat guy who gets changed look like a pair of balls. Yeah, of course, uh, that's Adult Swim's primary income: box dumpster diving. <laughs> Wee! Can we get fucking Golan the Insatiable for a second season? Then shit. Well, that, that got a second season, so to speak. <laughs> I mean, kind of got a, a reboot more more so than a second season. So I'm not. Which version are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be more of the rebooted version. I haven't really kept up with that. Possibly. But the important thing is Archer is still going. Seven years strong, baby. Mm -hmm. That show is hilarious. Better than Frisky Dingo. Much. Mm. Yeah, they really nailed it with Archer. I mean... C-Lab and Frisky Dingo are very amusing in their own right, but Archer just shows, really, the benefit of their experience. Watch Archer. It's hilarious. FX, you're welcome. <laughs> FX favorite <Curtis>. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Since we've already brought up, maybe Hunter Hunter would have done a bit better if it was a little earlier and didn't have so many things ahead of it. And, you know, that's a pretty natural conclusion. The earlier a show is in the block, the more likely it's going to do well. So we got to thinking, and this is kind of springing off of CJ's recent article that posed the question, if premieres on their premiere nights, not necessarily afterward, but on the premiere night, should they air first on Toonami as event programming? And... You can read his article. The gist of it is he essentially said maybe that's not the best idea because Toonami viewers like consistency. But I brought up the potential of not putting a show first first, but perhaps using an event night to put a new premiere 
directly after DBZ Kai for the first week and whether or not that might yield better results. And I think it potentially could, but there is the issue that I don't, I don't know what it is, but <laughs> folks don't seem very apt at following where the shows end up if they move. So yeah. it could pose a problem. But here's how I think they could potentially fix that problem. And that is being creative with their bumpers. And yes, this means a little bit more work, and we all know how they feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> but here's what they could do. On the premiere nights, in the first bumper, Tom and Sarah could talk about a new show premiering that night. Or they could save it for the first break of DBZ Kai. And they would promote the show that is going to be airing directly after DBZ Kai. Then, after the new show premieres, There'll be another bumper to say, hey, this is the new show and this is where it's going to be airing from now on. I feel like that would potentially be good enough to make people know where things are going. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I mean, lots of other networks do events, premieres where they premiere a show in a different time slot than where it's going to end up. It works sometimes. It doesn't always work. But I feel like it could potentially work for Toonami, and it would certainly be a good thing for shows that are going to end up at 1 a.m. or 1.30. You know, give them one week where they're not quite in the boonies. <laughs> what do you guys think? I'll let you guys answer first. I already written my piece. I, I could see it working. I just think it goes against all the logic that Adult Swim that seem to go with it, worth the idea that they don't like moving the schedule around so much because they believe that it that it maintains stability. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you could attempt it, but I think it ultimately just comes down to the title itself, not so much the time slot. <laughs> so if the people are gonna watch it once a week, they're gonna watch it once a week. Otherwise, they're just gonna be like, eh, I'll go online and stream it, depending on the title. I mean, putting a premiere at like the earliest available slot that it can work at might pull a little better for the sake of like that week but if they're just going to move it back i don't really see the point because again i mean then you're just basically causing a schedule shift for one episode when you'd be you'd just be better off putting all that extra time and effort to actually doing promotions outside of the block and on adult swim itself well they do that Which, anyway well, they could do it more then and the other thing with that is before they would do the now next later with the lineup, they don't do that anymore. So they could order these shows in a different order and not necessarily shake things up with the rest of their bumpers. Except for, you know, they do have the... Uh, currently they have a Tom Bump saying that uh, Blank Show is over, next up is this show. But if you really only change a few things, it shouldn't create that much more work. I mean, they premiere shows fairly frequently right now, but they don't do it like, every month. So, they could feasibly make it work. I, I, I think, honestly, it, it, it comes down to everything else they have to do at, at William Street versus the time it takes to actively make the um, promo itself. Assuming that they were to just do the vocals and reuse the, the, the visual footage, I don't... It would, wouldn't take that long to do it, but then you gotta figure the cost association with the actually getting all that stuff done with Tom or Steven Bloom. True. There certainly is an added cost to particularly doing the kinds of bumpers that would say, hey, this is where this is going to move. 
or this is where this is going to premiere tonight. It's a little bit more work, but I I think they could do it. I mean, they're working with well, I, a lot less block than they used to be. I think they could do it. I just think they choose they they choose not to because they want to try and save as much money as they can at this point. For whatever reasoning, I can say, but especially after Jason made the announcement that we weren't doing unique introductions anymore, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, I think they're trying to either save money or do something with it. Who knows what exactly? Hmm. You may have a point there. Anybody else have any thoughts? Not really, man. I'm, you know, I don't mind it. You know, like just shake, just to shake things up. But as soon as you do that, fans tend to complain a whole lot about that. Like, why are you moving this around? And it's like they're never satisfied with what gets done. Oh. you know, tsunami sometimes. It's the anime fan base. Every show has its own collective little niche of it, which we're going to complain about every little thing you do wrong. I mean, seriously, look at the complaints about Hunter Hunter getting its title or, or, or its OP shortened. Like, again, CJ's at a best. It happens all the time. Why do you keep complaining about it? It yeah. always going to happen. <laughs> because it hasn't happened to me yet. <laughs> and exactly. not to my show. And how dare it happen to my show? Dude, well, as no, much no. shit as I took off of people about Bleach, man... It doesn't bother me what people say. I'm like, you know, yeah, you got bleach haters, whatnot, and I'm I'm just 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 so used to like constant change. Sometimes, yeah, it, change can be kind of annoying at times, but sometimes you just need things to be shook up some just to kind of keep people yeah. interested and engaged. Change works when it's set on a on a. On, on a basis where people can accept it. This is why I've always... I, I prefer the 26 to 52 app because then you're getting about maybe one to two changes per year so it keeps things fresh while not necessarily making people complain about why we're constantly moving stuff around. Mm-hmm. So then... And, and, and then it also come, ties into the fact that they don't have to do nearly as many promos. So if you could settle it down to maybe like two to three per year, you find a decent balance between keeping things relevant and changing but not necessarily going too far down the static rope or too far down the confusion rod of change but again it's what as does what they have been and so far it's worked out for them yeah it is i mean i'm still enjoying it you know i want the block to stay but i just need people quit you know complaining so much <laughs> it's just funny how this conversation uh that prompted this article was started between me and my brother because after I saw what the ratings were, I was like, you know, I feel like the numbers are okay, but I think it could have done better. And what would happen if like, they had a special red carpet event for every new show that comes off? And we started talking about it, and we were thinking, like, oh, maybe that would work. But it's like Kai is such a fundamental anchor for the block to kick off that I think mm-hmm. it would really discourage viewers from where all of a sudden, if they're not regulars to Toonami, they're only in for uh, DBZ Kai just because of the name. And all of a sudden they see something else. I mean, yes, I think Hunter Hunter is really good. I think it would be able to be okay starting the lineup. I don't think it would be my first round draft pick if I wanted something to start a lineup. It'd probably be DBZ Kai. So I think that would probably actually mm-hmm. make the block uh, as a whole a lot weaker than what we've become accustomed to with these uh, viewing numbers. At least what we've had, you know, in the past couple of months and things like that. So it didn't seem to work unless it was like, you know, maybe One Punch Man, maybe JoJo if they were uh, going to be coming to the block. But it's just, it's so hard to find uh, an anime, at least, uh, an anime to be able to really take over for one week and not, like, have people go- lose their minds. 
Like maybe mm-hmm. Samurai Jack could do it. I know me and Sketch were kind of talking about that, considering that's one of that's going to be one of their titles. Uh, maybe Fooly Cooly if it gets there. I, I highly doubt it, but I'm just going by like their properties of what they're co-producing and what they're making. You know, right. maybe they would they would do that on purpose. But it just it doesn't feel like it would really work, and it kind of stinks because. I do think it was Dimension W that, uh, on its first um, Hunter Hunter's first episode, that kind of lost the audience because it wasn't a very strong episode in my opinion. Uh, episode eight, so I think that's why I was kind of like Hunter and Hunter Hunter can do better than that. It's, well, you know, you just need something that has that dynamic impact. Like you know, as much as I hate to say it, you know, you need to have something with dynamic impact like Kai has. You know, I think One Punch Man or JoJo would do that. You know, I feel that people are so freaking biased to, like, their show and clicking up. You know, you can have the newer shows like Hunter Hunter leading in the block and, you know, kind of put some of the older shows. I still feel like, you know, even though I'm not the biggest fan with One Piece, I still feel like it needs to be moved up and something moved down. Hmm. You know, that's just, you know, that's, that's really how I feel about it. Because, like, you know, One Piece doesn't get the love like it needs to. Tell that to Toonami Madness. <laughs> hey. um, it gets enough love to maintain its slot for however long we're gonna have it on the block, but it ain't gonna get. But it doesn't get enough love to push it up. Yes, and that is regrettable. I don't know. It's just a fun thing because I know, and and Sketch actually brought this to my attention, where other networks do promote other series like in a different time slot for its premiere. I uh, at NBC, I know that they've uh, pumped up uh, the Chicago series where they'd switch them around for like a premiere where they'd put them ahead of everything for 8 p.m. to start yeah. that off. Even know, Adult Swim know, has uh, done that, I think. Right, right. And it's like the same thing can be said for like CBS programming and everything like that. So maybe, I mean, it, it's such a, I, I find it such a slim chance. And like I say, I believe Hunter Hunter is strong enough to be able to warrant a, that thought. But I just, since a lot of people don't really uh, know about the franchise because, uh, it, it just it, it seemed like it kind of went under the radar for people who didn't uh, stream it when it was coming out back in 2011. So that's why I don't mm. think it would actually work for that kind of title. But, I mean, like, who knows? Who knows how the future could, could entail? I mean, I think, look how well the Intruder series went where they were kind of promoting and doing something special for everyone. If they kind of, yeah. like, d- uh, jazzed it all up, maybe it would be able to grab uh, a few more eyeballs. But, I mean, I, I, it's hard to really predict. It is. Well, believe it or not, that is not our topic of choice for this episode. Just kind of a a mini topic that we wanted to discuss, (laughs) considering CJ wrote that article. Which you can read on ToonamiFaithful.com. Free plug. No, our actual topic of choice uh, this episode is uh, something that we have discussed at some point or another in the past. But it's just kind of a constant thing. And... Recently, when CJ was at Anime Boston, he really noticed this, and it's something that I notice online constantly. And uh, it's essentially that people don't really see the point of Toonami anymore because we have streaming, and so many shows are available streaming, and it's just way more convenient. And admittedly, it is. For a lot of people, it's way more convenient to watch shows as they all come out every episode, like on Netflix, or week to week, um, you get the brand new episodes of various shows on numerous streaming services. 
And it's it's just convenient to pick whatever time you want to watch those shows rather than stay up late on a Saturday night or record Toonami and watch it later or watch the stream even because, yes, there is a stream of Toonami for free, I might add, after it broadcasts. I think we can all agree that streaming is great. It's allowed a lot of shows to get exposure that otherwise wouldn't. But I feel like people really underplay the value of having these shows on a mainstream network. Adult Swim is not some minor network. It is one of the top-rated networks with the adult demographics. I really think people underplay the value of, for lack of better ways of putting it, having these anime within proximity of Family Guy. <laughs> and other very popular mainstream shows. Honestly, in the case of Hunter x Hunter, the original anime ran on the Funimation channel. It got released on home video. The manga got released in volumes by Viz Media over the years. But I would say without a doubt, even though it's already been on Netflix sub-only, and Hulu sub-only, and Crunchyroll sub-only, Having the dub on Toonami is the most exposure that show has ever gotten in the U.S. I would say that is still the truth, even though there's all these other options other than Toonami. So it really bums me out when I see people throw their fit about how Toonami is pointless and nobody should care about it. And why are you stupidly watching cartoons and why do you need a robot to tell you what cartoons to watch? Because I love that fucking robot. Yeah. What's wrong with having a robot? And I also want to preface what Sketch is saying from the Anime Boston thing. This was mostly from fans that I talked with. Just, you know, casual conversations about stuff. It wasn't any, like, big name or anything like that. This was mostly fans. (laughs) Don't try to think that they're, like, the industry ones are, like, screw Toonami. That is so far from the truth. It's absolutely far from the truth. The industry... People, the people at Sentai and Viz Media and Funimation, they want their shows on Toonami. You should have seen the people at Sentai, how they felt when I asked them about Parasite about to end and how it doesn't look like another Sentai show's coming. They were, like, depressed Ooh. about that. They'll come back. They know they will. Yeah. <laughs> look, yeah, I said that eventually a Sentai show would be on Toonami, and I never stopped believing. And what happened? We got Sentai shows. So Two of them. This, in one year. This, was, yeah. this was not industry people. This was mostly fans. I mean, seriously, <laughs> as a fan, I got to believe because, you know, it's going to happen because I enjoy Toonami. I don't, you know, I do have a streaming service with Crunchyroll, but the thing is, I'm not always inclined to sit up at my computer or on my phone and watch Crunchyroll because mm-hmm. as far as the streaming service goes with me, sometimes there's a delay. Sometimes there, you know, it gets stuck for some reason um, with that uh, website server, and we're not going to even talk about what happened with Sword Online too. When um, that came out, the server on Crunchyroll literally broke down, so I couldn't watch the show I wanted to watch Dang. because everybody, everybody was so into Sword Online too. That and was speaking a pain. of and speaking of Crunchyroll, like that caters to a completely different type of demographic than what Toonami is going for in a sense. Toonami is not an anime block. It right now is, but it's always been an action block, which means you're going to get like your Superman stuff, which means like Samurai Jack that's coming. 
the Toonami caters to a, more, to a broader audience, so it's not here to just appease fans. Trust me, I became more of a fan of anime because of Toonami. And because of that, I then got into Crunchyroll. I subscribed to Funimation. I, I do all those kind of things because that's what they cater for. They are specifically going for anime fans to be able to sign up a, a subscription for a broadcast hub or for Crunchyroll to get uh, to watch new anime an hour after it airs in Japan, like the new JoJo. You know what I'm saying? Like that caters to the anime fan. Toonami, as much as they do cater to it with the shows that they get, like the English dub premieres of different types of shows, Hunter Hunter being the first example. It, it, they they specifically aren't just looking for that type of demographic, and you can tell by how much people are psyched for the Samurai Jack re, uh, continuation. Yeah, exactly, and that's the other thing. You know, for a while, you could argue that Toonami wasn't doing anything that all these streaming services weren't doing, with the exception of you know, getting shows to more people. But now you can't even argue that they're producing new seasons of FLCL and Samurai Jack. Adult Swim is doing that for Toonami. Is it being co-produced by Adult Swim, but being made at Cartoon Network, or was Jack being done specifically by Cartoon Network? Jack is being produced at Cartoon Network. I mean, Adult Swim is producing it. It's being... The work is being done at Cartoon Network Studios. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Adult Swim's funding this thing. <laughs> They're bankrolling it. Yeah. <laughs> Adult Swim's bringing the money. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first time Cartoon Network Studios has been used for an Adult Swim show, actually. Uh, the second season of Black Dynamite was animated at Cartoon Network Studios. Black Dynamite ain't no boy, but he might have been a chiller, but he ain't never been no boy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, now they're actually producing new stuff. And even before that, you know, they had Space Dandies, world premiered of, world premiere even before Japan. Most of the episodes aired in the U.S. before Japan. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The broadcast dub of DW as well. Yeah. And yeah. there will probably be more broadcast dubs. Chances are they'll get a broadcast dub of Attack on Titan Season 2 whenever that happens. They might get I a mean, broadcast I, dub of other shows. You know, I look at Dandy as being the litmus test that actually showed that uh, simulcast dub, you know, from, you know, being done same time in Japan as well in the United States could work. So Dandy yes. set that standard. So exactly. that means that we can still get that stuff because of Toonami. And, and if Toonami had not taken the chance on that, would we be having broadcast dubs right now? Nope. Probably nope. not. Nope. You know, Toonami has always been like one of those beacons where you could actually get some anime or get introduced to a, a particular type of anime. So I don't see why people say it's irrelevant because everybody doesn't have money for a streaming service. Everybody doesn't have that type of um, internet connection or some people don't, don't have, you know, like, like Jen over here. You know, we, we, you know, we picked on Jen for so long about, you know, not having streaming service and everything. But And, and so Toonami is really her only gateway to something that she really enjoys in anime. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and there's and there's tens of thousands of gens out there. Well, you're the only gen, but you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. <laughs> tens of thousands of people me. with with gens plight. There you go. You and know, I think people who mostly complain about it is are the ones that's like, oh, I've already saw it subbed on Crunchyroll, or I already saw it subbed on this and this. Well, well guess what? Tsunami's not good. for you. You. That just that's... makes me want to give you a golf clap. Be like, congratulations. Do you that... want a cook? 
Do you watch the cookie? Just, you watched the cartoon. Good for you. It just, <laughs> this is just another way for people to see it. So maybe they'll like what you like, whether it be dubbed or, or since it'll be dubbed. Like, yeah, that's the craziest thing. A lot of them seem like they don't want to share. They just they just want their insular little group to enjoy anime. They don't want anybody else to do it. Or rather, they don't want people to enjoy anime differently than how they enjoy it. Oh, I mean, it drives me nuts. Literally, I mean, like... people say, why don't they just stream? Everybody should just stream. <laughs> and guess what? Toonami does. It streams their broadcast. Exactly. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. For free. Seriously, I kind of get tired of people like, you know, oh, you should just watch. Look at the sub versus dub. You know, that argument gets on my nerves so much. I like uh, the sub versus dub <laughs> argument. I mean, you know, that's that's the biggest thing. That's the reason why some people like, well, Toonami's not relevant. Like, look here. Half of y'all don't f***ing speak Japanese in a damn way. You know, because I have literally seen people on Country Row. Oh, yes, I made it on here just in time so I don't have to see the sub. I'm like, I know you don't understand what they're saying. <laughs> so quit pretending like you do. <laughs> unless you have Rosetta Stone or you actually speak <laughs> Japanese like me. But, I mean, even when I listen to stuff like different, I have lived, been on different websites and listened to their subs, and sometimes I'm like, this is all, this is not accurate. I'm literally pulling it, picking this apart, but I'm like, some people just want to hear their anime in English, and, you know, Toonami does provide that. And on top of that, when certain animes do get a dub, which I wish a lot of them would, I get to hear some of my favorite voice actors actually be these characters. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a couple of anime that deserve those, but they haven't gotten them. Right. So you know, I'm just stuck with I, I'm stuck with a sub, but I'm grateful that I even got the at least see the sub. But and you know, and that's and that's the positive about streaming. Like it gives people that little gateway into shows that we probably would never even hear about. So that's why it's like yeah. it's welcome where we want these types of services, especially with how the industry has and the uh, market has gone with how fast people want these turnarounds, like the broadcast dubs, like uh, Crunchyroll with how they flip a show so that they have the subversion up as quickly as possible. Like, those are great. It's exactly. just, there's no other block that I can think of that gives, like, people in our demographic action cartoons, whether it be American or Japanese. That's yeah. where Toonami flourishes, where they're giving something, they're giving uh, people something that you will not get anywhere else. If you want to see something like this, you're going to have to, it's going to be Toonami on T, or if it's on TV. Now, again, Sketch and I would talk about how maybe the time isn't the best for like people, which helps the streaming argument, where it's like, well, I can't stay up that late, so I'm just going to stream blah, 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 when I can do it. I want to binge all these episodes and stuff. And it's like, you know what, that's fine. That is absolutely fine. If that is how you prefer to watch stuff, that is fine. But don't knock the other side of it. I think they're both mutually like i think they can work mutually together yes it's They're working for everybody's good. benefit you know you you got some people who can stream you got some people who want to watch it on you know broadcast television that's the thing you got something you got an avenue for everybody because everybody needs to have some type of option if you give people just one option one of two things are going to happen either they're just going to accept it or either it's just going to tape off and nobody's going to watch it because they don't have a, the option that works for them. The only way that anyone could even like fathom that this block is irrelevant or, or something that isn't good is if there was more action cartoon blocks that were available. And I'm not talking like the crap that's Teen Titans Go or uh. Powerpuff Girls. 
there's nothing quite like what Toonami is bringing with the type of anime that they're bringing, with the type of shows that they're doing, and all the, all the other cool stuff that they give their fans. So unless that all of a sudden you're going to be hearing anime on Nicktoons, which will never happen. <laughs> well, it did happen Nor, once. <laughs> no, that does not count. I will never count that. But, but I mean, you see what I'm saying? Where it's like there's no other place that wants to do it. So True. What are, are we just going to drop all the people who aren't able to stream? Well, short-sighted. One, one group did have it for a second. Clue did do it for a second, but it only lasted probably like about two weeks. Huh. Uh, whatever, you know, they had uh, is this a zombie, you know, uh, black oh, oh, brothers. Chiller. Chiller. Yeah. yeah, Chiller, Chiller, that's what it was. It was Chiller. Clue? Clue was like, Clue? Clue? Did Clue secretly play Case Closed and I didn't know about it? Yeah. No, no, they played Goal Goal 13. Ooh. So, Ooh. I like that show. That would be yeah. interesting. Yeah, I, Chiller. Chiller's, Chiller's very, very short-lived block and uh, bless their hearts for trying. They did try. <laughs> But the whole thing was, as you can see, some people tried to emulate Toonami and they couldn't succeed because they couldn't generate the buzz nope. like Toonami does. And that means it's irrelevant. Like, please. They tried. That's a pretty ridiculous notion. I Look, some of these folks seem like they would be perfectly content with there not being any anime or action cartoons on television at all. That would be a very sad day. Well, we don't have Saturday morning cartoons, so it's like half sad right now. Yeah, you don't have nothing anymore. Unless you have, like, cable, that's it. There are still some action cartoons out there. Disney XD has the new Star Wars. They have the Marvel shows. Disney XD. Who farted? They also have the Ninja Turtle show on uh, Nickelodeon, which uh, does have good action, if nothing else. So... (laughs) I kind of feel like I'm, biased, but... you know, I really loved that show when it started, but this latest season's kind of got me thinking. Meh. It's, I don't know if I like the direction it's going, but that's that's for another discussion. But the thing is, it's like the stream versus broadcasting, you know, and I, I kind of get mad with people like when we speak our minds about it, and you know, I was like, we just agree to disagree. But Toonami is not irrelevant, even when somebody decides that they want to put a tirade on it, and then you actually talk to them about it in a civil manner, and, you know, people come out cussing you out, saying, oh, well, I'm going to block you now on Twitter because you said this about Toonami defending. Oh, of course you would because of the podcast. No, it's not that. We're talking about things that we're actually that actually do work in what we see. Every like we say, everybody cannot get to the same avenue as one other person. It's just like, hey, somebody got a bike, somebody got a car, somebody got a humpty, somebody and a paralyzed, and some have to walk. Got a skateboard. Yeah, somebody got to walk a skateboard. I mean, there's a there's some way form of transportation for somebody to get to the same destination that they're trying to get to. The thing is, you have to have more than one avenue. You can't just be limited like that. I just wish that it was more inclusive where it's like, oh, you're not able to stream. That I mean, I feel for you, but at least you have Toonami to be able to continue on watching some cool shows and vice yes. versa. Oh, hey, you know, if you want to know more about this series, you can go to a streaming site and be able to see it. You know, Netflix just posted a new or just released a new series with an English dub, too. So it's like there's like they both work together and it, it should bring more of the anime community together because mm-hmm. it just it could produce more fans. But instead, it's almost like people are doing their own version of Civil War. 
It really is because the whole thing is, but the thing is, you always have that one person that's a shit starter that starts it all and they just sit back and watch all the chaos and then they want to feign innocent when people either say something to them about it or they get attacked. But you got to look at it. It's consequences and repercussions of everything that you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, and my I, I thing think... is, if you want to start shit within the community, you need to be able to take everything that's going to come towards you. And I think we can all agree that they're both really great tools to have on the audience of anime. Because when I went to Anime Boston, they sold out again, second year in a row. It was it, like it, that's not done by one or the other. It was done by both, in my eyes. So they're mm-hmm. both great to have. They are so great tools. Like there are some times where, like, what if all of a sudden life comes up? Like I have a few weddings uh, this year. I'm gonna miss Toonami. Oh, what do you know? Toonami will stream it for me. Or hey. I'm oh. bored at the airport. I'll pull out my phone and watch some simulcasts on Crunchyroll. You know, like, it bo- it works both ways. Exactly. Like I said, you got some form of avenue to watch what you want to. And, you know, back in the day, we didn't have this. I mean, mm-hmm. we did not have, like, oh, okay, well, you know, you got a streaming service. You can go back and watch these recent episodes of what happened on Toonami. We didn't have that back in the day. Nope. You know, technology is grand. And, you know, I think with, like, Toonami coming back, it's been beneficial to the, um, you know, the anime industry. You know, it kind of revitalized it in certain ways to get people interested in watching these shows. And, hey, let's make some money in the process of this. Or, hey, in my case, I'm making money so I can buy anime because I can <laughs> never have enough. <laughs> nope. Because every time I think I'm through, something new comes out that I actually like. Eh, just when you thought you got out, they pull you back in. You're back in. <laughs> <laughs> Happens uh, every just, time. It, it's just weird how much I did. Like some people, are like Toonami is great, but it, it, I feel like, and they were, and this is other people, not me. They're like Toonami is great, but it's going to be hard to see how it'll survive in the next like seven years or something. I'm like, well, first of all, I don't even think of what I'm having for breakfast the next day. So you are planning way too Pretty much. much. <laughs> but it's like there's no. There's no way to really, like, quantify streaming yet. And from what I hear with, like, how Netflix is starting to lose money, yeah, streaming is really that much of a you know, anchor in the community. It's just another fad to add in. Radio is still around. People still listen to the music on vinyl records. TV is going to be staying around. So I have, I have a good feeling that Toonami is going to be around a lot longer than some will give credit for. Oh, I agree. I am one of those few people who still listens to vinyl. You know. I don't have any vinyl on me, but hey, there are people that, you know, friends of mine that still have their vinyl, and we still listen to some of the old school stuff. Sketch has VHS, as I've learned. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, think, like, the death of, like, television because of streaming sites, and I would love for a way to qu- be able to have records of what is, uh, to quantify what's being streamed and how it's counted so that we can get an, a definite thing. No way that's ever going to happen. So it's like, <laughs> it's almost as if we're playing with we're playing a baseball game, but one team's playing with different rules. So that's why I, I find it weird that apparently streaming is going to take over everything. Yeah, people are cord cutting, but guess what? You can still stream the tsunami broadcast. Yeah, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cord cut with the TV because like like I said, I like to watch some of my anime on my DVD player or my Blu-rays. You know, I'm not always interested in watching on a computer because I can't lay up in a freaking bed and um. No, I can't either anymore. Well, I can't sit at the computer and, like, you know, just be all into something, man, when I can 
just be in the comfort of my bed watching whatever it is, Black Lagoon, Yarmagun, hmm. Cross Anal. Why does everyone call it that? The Blue Girl. You'll find out. <laughs> You'll find girl. out. <laughs> I haven't seen Cross Ange. No, I have not seen it. Don't well, worry about it when you see yeah. Try to make We're it past the first two episodes. episodes. <laughs> is this a challenge? It yes, is. It is. Well, it is coming out in June, so maybe I'll buy it. Well, I'll put it to you like this. I am probably the worst person. I punish myself for the worst reason. <laughs> I actually watch Air Master, which has the worst sound quality ever. And that's on Crunchyroll. It is a horrible freaking show. And I watched it all the way through. <laughs> I don't know why, but I watched it. You're a it's hard for me to drop shows. I don't I don't like doing that until like cuz if I was, if someone's like Oh, how'd you like that show? And I said it's awful. Well, how many episodes did you see? Two. Like that's not a that's not a good endorsement, whether it's for or against. So that's why I'll I'll stick around and usually watch. Except for Ninja Slayer, I could not watch a single episode of that after the first one. I tried. What was Myriad Phantasm? Um, and what was it? Raid? Whatever it was. Um, sketch. Oh, I I went back to Raid. Uh. A, for a couple more episodes, and I, I think it got okay, but I don't know if it's really worth watching. Nah, I tried, man. And Active raid. And you know how much I hated Umaru chan, and I actually was sad through that. How could you hate Umaru chan? Because she, <laughs> she's a bitch. Well, she is, but you're supposed to like the other characters. <laughs> I like the other characters, but she just. Oh. I can understand I how so she much. could ruin the show for some people, but I, I but the thing is, I did watch that show. I did like I did like the other characters, but it was just her. <laughs> She's not endearing whatsoever. I don't know about that, but <laughs> I enjoyed it. Really, all that needs to be said is it's good to have everything. We should support having everything. There's no reason for anybody to be like, well, we should get rid of this because I don't use it. That's stupid. Live and let live. Let people enjoy what you enjoy so that you can, you know, all enjoy it together. It's I'll good to have variety. Stuff. <laughs> and, I mean, I get free passes from Crunchyroll. If people want them, just, just ask for them. Dang. <laughs> Stream is going to continue. Toonami is going to continue. They will be able to coexist. And everybody should be fine with that. Yes, it's a symbiotic relationship. Almost tight in a way. Speaking of which, that's coming out in Australia. Yeah, what the heck? How come they get that? <laughs> <laughs> Might have to import. Though it's it's just DVD, isn't it? And that shows in HD! I want a blue ring. Hey, Australia has all of Monster. I wish I could get that here. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe people need to watch Ajin. Ajin's pretty good. I've liked it so far, yeah. It's, it's pretty interesting. And Kavanari, that's that's been pretty interesting so far. Titans on trains. No. <laughs> it's like, hey, this girl, she thinks she's Mikasa, only she has way more no, personality is, than Mikasa. She is way better than Mikasa. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think her name is Mume or something like yeah, that. Something. Oh my god, that that action sequence with her against the uh, uh, what are they? Kanaberian? Uh, what are they? The Kabane. 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 There we go. Yeah. The way, the way she killed that. Oh man, people get an Amazon Prime account, which you can just get for video soon. So that that's coming up. It, it's I think it's worth it. 
It's a lot of fun. Yes, you're welcome, Amazon. I'm, I'm pr we're promoting a show that probably you will. We need some sponsorship. Sponsor us. But it, it's really good. The music is good. Uh, the action is pretty interesting. And there's trains. It's steampunk too. I, I love the weapons. Oh yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty rad. I'm enjoying it so far. I mean, the first episode I wasn't sure what to think, but the second episode I think it's. I like it. It's it's good. It's, it's, vying, it's vying for my top three of the season. That's for sure. Ooh, wow. really? It's pretty saucy. Well, you already know what's number one. I would be it'd be blasphemous not to not to pick that as number one. Um, JoJo. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I wasn't quite sure where you were going with that, but maybe you're a really big My Hero Academia fan. I don't know. That's number two after this latest episode. Holy, g I I. I'll say this, and Jen might kill me for this. So far, I've cried more from Seven Deadly Sins than Your Lie in April, and I nearly was brought to tears after this fourth episode of My Hero Academia. It was beautiful. You pussy. What? You <laughs> cried more in Seven Deadly Sins than Your Lie in April? Bond, when you see what his backstory and the music with it, okay, I lost it. That was it. pretty sad, but... I, I just, all I could say was, oh, shit. It. And then it just like it just happened. I was like, "This is the saddest thing I've seen in a while." No, mm. Clannad is sad. Deep it was pretty brutal. Yeah. Okay, our Cylon actually spoke up. Speak to our Cylon. <laughs> one, one piece will bring the crocodile tears. <laughs> Alabasta. Man, Frankie's like crying over everything these days. <laughs> Dude, probably grabbed his desk, I would have cried too, man. That it's an old man like with serious that. injuries. No, actually, oh, he's on, pretty on <laughs> It's pretty, he's uh, pretty on the mark there. Don't say that. Just admit it. Uh, Why can't you just be a zombie? It's less confusing. <laughs> oh, It'll one. ultimately discern itself in the years, whether or not Tsunami keeps I just feel that the the, the amount of time, you know, the, the, the ones per week does not help it a whole lot, in my opinion. But that's a restriction based on what they can do, not so much anything else mm -hmm. I'm, I'm I'm still more surprised that given how well Tsunami's done Cartoon Network hasn't at least attempted to try to resurrect Fuguzi in some format but uh, that's well they don't really stuff. have any interest in action cartoons no <laughs> although to be fair too streaming with simulcaster once a week too true that's that's the other thing how can you only watch shows once a week well you do that with simulcasts well yeah, yeah but, but those are brand new <laughs> I just think for a television, thing, I, I, it, it, it also comes down to, to, to what shows that they're airing to. So yeah. Again, oh, yeah. when you have something like, again, you know, Hunter Hunter, once a week doesn't really kind of help that series a whole lot. Eh, I, mean, if, if you could, I mean, it's got pretty good pacing for a once a week show. Certainly better than other shonen. Like, well, look, I yeah. get it. I completely understand why people don't watch Naruto and One Piece on Toonami. It's because it takes <laughs> Let me let me say this. Let me say this. Uh, me and Jim interviewed uh, Patrick Seats, you know, voice of Frankie. Mm -hmm. And we were talking like, hey, Brooks uh, made it on Tsunami. He's like, you guys are still at that? Once <laughs> 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 again, proving even one extra day a week would be very helpful. Yeah, it, be like, it would be. They're just getting further and further behind that DVD release. Well, he was just, he was that's just kind of a good thing to an extent. Again, it 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 it's it, it, just for shows like that. It, it's like it it doesn't help. 
I mean, if 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 there's a way to do it more times a week, those shows would be way better to air. But once a week, it it it, it just like. <laughs> yeah, it, of course, it, it, the it, ideal scenario would be like, I don't know, right at the front of Adult Swim on weeknights, running Naruto and One Piece, because then you could actually get through those episodes. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it'd be nice to say the least, but reruns... I don't even know what... I haven't even been looking at what the DVD Kai reruns yet. I think that's, like, what, maybe about 800,000? Well, roughly. it does better than The King of the Hill that airs after it most weeks, so I what? think that's a win. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll tell you what! These Saiyans... <laughs> God. They're getting all up in my grill. Hank Hill, the forever meme. It was just funny how, like, how shocked uh, Patrick was about like how far back we are compared to what he's already recorded, kind of thing. Well, he's just yeah, like, they're, he, they're he's pretty happy though works. that you know people are getting uh, introduced to Brooke. You know, finally. Of course. Well, I, I love Brooke. Years of waiting. You've had Nami all this time. Let me have Brooke. Hey, look here! I want more Nami. Big boob Nami. <laughs> Nami needs to work the stripper Time skip. Yeah, honestly, I like Nami better before the time skip. I like almost everyone before the time skip. Uh, yeah. Well, I think some of the designs... I think Usopp's design's better after the time skip. That might be the only one for me. Possibly Robin? Possibly. Uh, I mean, it kind of depends on her outfit, but possibly. Yeah. But I hate Luffy's design after the time skip. I don't like that long sleeve coat he wears. Oh, yeah. Those... That was my only opinion on the whole relevancy thing. So. It's it, it just how often can you run them and what shows do you have? And, and and honestly, I think with the streaming, it's you get more out of it. But with Toonami, there's the bigger potential pull. It's just where it's currently at does not help it whatsoever. Well, it somewhat helps it, but it's it's. I really wish that they had the ability to push more out per week. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. Because it is like the it most weekly. convenient time. And you know, if you do have DVR, it doesn't really matter because you can watch it whenever. And you can watch the stream whenever, but that you know, that's just watching a stream. Well, kind of defeats well, the, the purpose of watching it on television. <laughs> I think we've definitely mined this topic and you know happily coexist. And we, and we keep talking about other things. I love it. <laughs> it's okay though. You know, you just gotta put so. some respect on it. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I say put some respect on it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that exists in the anime. I, mean, I, I, I think it's just a giant, you know, dick waving collection. In that case, then I clips a whole bunch of weaves. Then true, <laughs> true. Got the crane, motherfuckers. <laughs> and my crane is actually on the moon now, so that's how big it got. Oh boy, it grew. Yeah. Okay. I guess we can call it the lunar crane now. Oh my god. <laughs> the lunar crane. I love it. I haven't heard about the crane in a while. <laughs> oh, God. Y'all like some of the worst influences on me. Oh, yes. We're the worst influence on you. It's yeah, pretty much. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Corrupting me. Yeah, you started it, CJ. I've started nothing. Mm, started it. Yeah, it was all a dream. <laughs> all right. Let's get out of here. Okay. <laughs> you Only because you asked nicely. 
You can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, and SoundCloud. Facebook.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast. Our Twitter is at Toonami Podcast. You can go to tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com to tumble with us. And our SoundCloud is soundcloud.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast. There you can listen to all the episodes of the podcast and the exclusives because they're all up on there. And you can also visit podcast.tunamifaithful.com for all the episodes of the podcast as well. And if you like what we do and want to help us out, expand our coverage and uh, yada yada, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com backslash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Colt, tell them where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at, at AmbienVirus. Um, I might be doing Killer Instinct at some point, depending on how much I procrastinate with it. Um, Xbox stuff will follow, assuming I can get into it a bit better. Which Killer Instinct? <laughs> The new one. I'm 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 going to main Aria, so yeah, there you go. That it? Uh yeah, that's always been it. I only have one thing. <laughs> CJ, tell them where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at CJ Mapris, S C A J A Y M A F F R I S, where I'll be talking about a ton of anime related topics as well as sports and keep looking for updates because Jim and I might be going to another con, which is potentially going to be a lot of fun, but uh, it's still in the still in the baby uh, stages right now. We're we're going to try to work on that to make sure it could it could work out. So hopefully it happens, and we'll keep you posted on that. All right, Jen, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Tarzana. Also, you can find me on Ask FM at Tarzana and Instagram at Tarzana. All righty, Mr. Jarrell, where can they find you? Uh, snugly nestled between Jen's boobs. Um, oh, so nice uh, and warm. I know. Nuggle, 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 nuggle. Nuggle, nuggle. Yeah, but seriously, you can find me at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com. You can also follow me at Nasia Rojo Adenasi. That's Nasia underscore Rojo at twitter.com. Also, if you need to send me any emails, you can do that at Maddox at tsunamifaithful.com. And you can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984, on Tumblr, sketch1984.tumblr.com. And you can ask me questions at ask.fm backslash sketch1984. If you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, you can direct those to either of the emails, sketch at tunamifaithful.com or podcast at tunamifaithful.com. And that's it. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you listening every single week. And uh, sorry that the episodes have been a little really, really late lately. I've been very, very swamped and uh, might need help. But whenever you do get to listen to this podcast, thank you for listening. <laughs> and we're out. Deuces! Kisses! You can